Ladies and gentlemen, live from Austin, Texas, <laughs> Kaya Hartwood. So, um, what shall I say about myself? Um, I'm an internationally touring, award-winning singer-songwriter, originally from Kentucky, who lives in Austin, Texas, and I'm also the preacher's wife at the First UU Church of Austin. Uh, and they all said to say, hey, hey. Um, what I'm going to talk about this morning uh, is a, a subject in which uh, most people know, don't want to talk about failure. Uh, failures happened and no one likes it and no one wants to be one. Um, it's a very unpleasant subject like death and it actually has a lot in common with death. Uh, the, their definition of the fa of failure that's like in the Merriam-Webster dictionary is lack of success, unsuccessful person or thing, a non-performance, right? Uh, but it's a major component of being human. Um, I looked up a bunch of statistics for you because we like that, Unitarians. Um, almost in every business, no matter what field it is, 50% of the businesses fail within four years, whether it's education or a, a dot-com, real estate, doesn't matter, retail. Um, they say that entrepreneurs even have 3.8 failures before they have success, average, the average. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the definition of failure in America has changed over time, and we don't really think about that now because uh, it used to be before 1820, people would say, I made a failure. Now they'd say, I am a failure. I am a failure. Uh, I'm a big failure. Uh, I'm going to tell you about that um, I started writing songs when I was about 12 years old, and my dream, I grew up in the era of the Beatles, so my dream was to be in a band and write songs, and um, I actually want to be an organic farmer too, but that's a long story. Um, so that was my dream, and so um, I went to college, and I couldn't decide on a major, really. I, I wanted to be a songwriter. They didn't have guitar as a major in the music department, so I ended up graduating in the honors program at the University of Kentucky in creative writing. And I was a dishwasher, but I always said, I'm a songwriter. And I suddenly, because I wrote so many songs, I went from being a drummer in a band to being the front of the band, and I had to learn how to do that. And I did that, and right out of college, I was in a band that was pretty popular, kind of punk rock, all original band. Nobody wanted to pay BMI and ASCAP uh, at their businesses, so this club that we played in only let you play original music. That was really great. So we got to play original music all the time had a band called Radio Cafe, and it was like being, um, I had to write all the songs, but it was like being the jukebox, and it was a dance band, so I got to play, write everything from reggae to kind of rockabilly. It was all good, um, and I accidentally got a record deal with Arista, and I was on MTV, and uh, there was supposed to be a lot of money, but I never saw any, and uh I got to play in arenas and I got to travel around the world and um, that was 30 years ago. I was on Arista for two years. Uh, 
it was, uh, I think one in a million people get a record deal and only 1% of them are still musicians after five years. But I would define, I, it was a shock. It was kind of an accident that I got a record deal. So when I, I had it for two years and then I lost it, I got signed at the first South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. That's how I ended up loving Austin and ended up moving there. Um, so my dream had been since I was a little kid that I was going to be on a record label and make records. And I got that. I got, I had a hit song and got to be on MTV and everything. Uh, and then they took it away from me. And I was a failure. I mean, I was in bankruptcy court. I was 26 years old and I'd lost everything. And uh, the town that I uh, went to college in, Lexington, we'd sold 20,000 albums in Lexington alone. So I lived there and I would go in the store and people would meet me and they would say, oh, you used to be famous. It was devastating. I just cried all the time. Um, they say that it's like death uh, and that you go through the stages of grief, um, which I actually have written down here. Um, like uh, denial. Oh, no. We're going to get another record deal. It's going to be fine. Uh, anger. You get mad. It's somebody else's fault. Um, bargaining. Oh, if, if, I just, if I just lose 20 pounds, will you let me be back on the label or whatever? Uh, Depression, when you start to accept it. And then finally, acceptance. And then, if you're really lucky, you actually learn something from your failures. Wow, what could I do differently next time that would take me to the next step? Um, who do I want to be now? What's my label for myself going to be? I think in America, failure is associated with meritocracy. You know, you... You played well enough or you let the people take advantage of you well enough that you get to be on a record deal, right? And then what if they take that away from you? Are you no longer a musician? That was a big struggle for me. I had to decide, am, am I still a songwriter? I mean, they said I was really good and they gave me a record deal and then they took it away, so do I suck now? I mean, really. Um, I've been struggling with this. One of the things about failure, I think, is a great... Uh, Lesson is that it makes you philosophical. Um, and so I, uh, I read a book um, that came out in 1987. It's called When Smart People Fail. And uh, it saved my life. And so I, I want to spend the rest of the time talking about uh, the, the benefits of failure, the gifts of it. Uh, J.K. Rawlings um, got to speak to the graduating class of Harvard in 2008. It's online. You can watch it on YouTube. And uh, it's it actually came out as a book. You can buy the book if you want. It's a quick read. It's called Very Good Lives, The Benefits of Failure and the Gifts of Imagination. And what she says was that her failures, I don't know if you know her story. She wrote Harry Potter. Um, she was basically on the dole. She was a single parent and a huge failure. She had majored in classics in school. And uh, she, she said the benefit of, of being a failure was that she had nothing to lose. So she might as well go for what she really wanted. And one of the secrets, I think, about failure is that if you're willing to risk everything, you also 
are giving yourself the opportunity for great success. And because we don't actually train for failure, if we did, people might actually, if you thought that failure wasn't possible, what would you risk? What would you do? That if failure, if failure wasn't in the equation and you weren't afraid of it, what would you actually do? What do you really want? What are you willing to invest everything in? That's a cool, op isn't that a cool idea? Just think about it for just a second. It kind of makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. It's like, what could I do? Who could I be? How do you get there? First, you have to allow yourself to go through all those stages of grief. I, I don't recommend failure. Failure sucks. It's hard on you. It's really hard on your ego. It's, it is a death of, of a story that you tell yourself. It's a death of a dream that you held so close that you were willing to risk everything for it. But if you move past the stages of grief and you actually allow yourself to go through all the stages and sit there with it, just sit there with it, then things start opening up, possibilities. You learn things. You know, well, it turns out I didn't really want to be on a major label anyway. They told me what to wear. They took all the pictures. I like doing the artwork. I like deciding which songs are where. I like, I like the interplay of, of trying to make it in a career that nobody says you can make it in. And I'm still a musician after 30 years, so which story is true? Am I a failure because I will never sell that many records again, ever? You haven't heard of me, so therefore I'm a failure in the American sense of meritocracy. I'm certainly not making any money. Or am I successful because I'm still standing here after 30 years as a songwriter and I've made a living, not much of a living, but a living being a songwriter. So it depends on how, what your definition of success. So what I would encourage you is what this woman, Diane Williams, uh, said. She said, uh, one, the first step is to redefine uh, what you mean by success and failure. Decide for yourself what it is. So if, if, if you used to think failure was a lack of success, being an unsuccessful person or a non-performance or being a screw-up, basically, a bungle, a mess, a mismanagement, uh, things incorrectly done or thought, you could change that to failure becoming a starting line, part of the process, on the path to success. Like um, a great... A great statement, um, it's a Japanese proverb, it says, fall down seven, stand up eight. Yeah, it's cool, huh? Yeah, so you could change your way that you think about failure. You could change what you think of a screw-up. Like, a screw-up is also a sign of innovation. Like, the thing about this book that I love is that uh, these two women, they had failures. One of them was a movie producer and their partner died and suddenly they couldn't get any work. The other one got fired uh, from a business that she probably had should have moved on, but she didn't because she was afraid. She was holding on too long. And uh, anyway, the two of them were friends, and they started interviewing all the famous people they knew about their failures and how they got where they are and how many times they'd failed to get, to get there. It's information. Failure is just information. It's one way to look at it. Um, and so 
they suggest that you reinvent yourself, you restructure. You say, what can I learn from this? And what skills did I have in that job that I didn't fit in? Like, I don't belong on a major label. One, I was out and gay in the 80s. And I couldn't figure out why they were giving me a hard time. It's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, the head of my label was in the closet. Perhaps it was a threat to have somebody out on the label. You know, that kind of thing. You can blame it on that. And it also could be that uh, I didn't fit in a corporate model. Uh, but many famous people have failed. Uh, Lady Gaga got dropped from her first label. Do you all know that? Michael Jordan got dropped from his high school basketball team. He didn't make the team. That's crazy. Yeah. Thomas Edison failed 6,000 times before he got a working light bulb. But his attitude was like, oh, that's more information. This is more information to me getting where I want to get. So anyway, uh, that's basically what I want to say. And uh, I hope it was it's help, helpful to you. Um, Another book that I read real recently that's very good is a book called Fail Forward. You want to fail forward. Um, and uh, I'll leave you with, with that. Um, let me find the quote. Yeah. That's not it. Failure is simply a price we pay to achieve success. If we learn to embrace that new definition of failure, then we are free to m start moving ahead and fail forward. So, and uh, because, you know, it's always better to trust uh, quotes by very intelligent people, I'm going to leave you with this one from Winston Churchill. Success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. <laughs> Thank you.